Good one, I. Hey, Roommates for Life listeners, this is MK, and I'm coming at you from Chateau Middlebury. As always, Simon and I wanted to extend our deepest thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, It's crazy times we live in, and as the quarantine continues right now, uh, we wanted to just mention, you know, take care of yourselves and one another and be safe. We love all of you, and we're so grateful to you for listening. A few folks have reached out and asked how they can support us in these difficult times. As artists, we depend on our touring dates to help pay the bills. And since those have pretty much been wiped out over the next few months, we could really use your support. One way you can support us is through our Patreon, which you can access on patreon.com backslash roommates for life. That's patreon.com backslash R-O-O-M-M-A-T-E-S, the number four L-Y-F-E. Uh, we have a couple different donation levels there, and if you could, you know, subscribe, get involved, we'd really appreciate it. We also have some hot content coming out at Chef over the next few weeks during the quarantine, give you something to listen to in these difficult times. A couple notes about the episode today. So we recorded this before the quarantine. We were lucky to have the amazing Dan Van Kirk come over to the apartment and chat a little bit about his life, his roommates, stuff like that. So please give it a listen. I did want to mention we plugged dates at the end, and I know Dan mentioned that he was going to be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Please double check on everybody's social media before you commit to going to anything. I know Moon Tower has been moved to September, which is in Austin. Uh, Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin has been moved to September, and I I know they're trying to reschedule everybody, but uh, you'll just want to double check and make sure you can see Dan at Moon Tower if that's the case. Likewise, my dates, Simon dates, they've all pretty much been wiped out over the next three months. So before you commit to anything, you know, just make sure that we are in fact going to be there. Other than that, uh, like I mentioned, we're so grateful and stay safe, take care of yourselves, and please enjoy this episode with the very funny Dan Van Kirk. <laughs> oh me oh my mercy me mercy may wow wow that that one actually wasn't that funny that one wasn't as that one wasn't our best in 36 episodes but it was still pretty good i'm actually glad that we missed that one <laughs> yeah because you said some crazy <laughs> shit <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh mk how are you i'm good how are you simon oh pretty good uh what is this, this roommates is, for life this or is something? roommates for life our podcast this is our podcast god yeah. damn it america's premier adult poor podcast sad lifestyle content brand yeah yeah well no it's not sad it's, it's not it's more sad. just a lie you are making it sad but thank you yeah yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like to bring it down yeah That's you're bringing it down uh we got a great show today uh, we got a very great show today uh we have a special guest he's sitting right here in our beautiful apartment chateau we're back at chateau uh middlebur chateau middlebur chateau it's got a lot of names uh, but yeah, we can't wait to introduce this guy, so I'm just going to tell you. You've seen him uh, all over the place. He has an album called Thanks, Diane, and also, fun fact, if you want to buy it in the form of a deck of cards, you can do that. They have a hard version. He has a hard version. Of oh, the, that's amazing. Yeah, of the album in a deck of cards. Check that out. Uh, he, I said you could also give us fake credits, and he said just tell him I'm happy, so that is <laughs> one of his fake credits. Also, check out his podcast, Pin Pals and Dumb People Town. Uh, he's going to be on the road with those as well coming up, and I know he'll tell us our dates. Those dates make some noise right now for the amazing dan van Kirk. oh my god oh, yeah. oh. 
Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, dude. Welcome. Like Thanks for uh, being on the show Thank slash our me. apartment. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks uh, for coming over to Middlebury. Yeah, Chateau, you know. Uh, we got a camera set up. We it's, are. How long have you guys been roommates? Oof. 47 years. 47. Ooh. And I'm only 35. So, so it's... Uh, that's yeah. great. Well, we met, uh, we met at, uh, you know, Rest in Peace Bridgetown Comedy Festival yeah. uh, about, did? Yeah. about four years ago. And he was still in Austin. Did they put you in a room together? They didn't. Well, oh, okay. where were you staying? I was staying at one of the like one of the producers' houses, and I was I remember sharing a couch with like with a I literally you like, shared a couch. Shared a like, couch? It was like an L shaped couch, and so I had baby. one wing, and somebody else had the other wing, uh-huh. and our nice. toes like touched in the night. And I'm pretty sure it was James Fritz. I think oh. James Fritz and oh, I you and Fritz toes. did a little uh, toe toes. Touch. Yeah. And then Jason Jason Webb was also in the house, and he was in there in that basement. <laughs> Those three men, me included. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not the nicest place. Yeah. Smell you guys were lots. ripping it up. Yeah, we were ripping have you, it up. Have you, you've done Bridgetown. I or? did do it. Yeah. Nice. I'm hoping to do it this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm the, I'm really holding out. <laughs> Dude, I keep submitting. <laughs> You're submitting, yeah. I mean, it's all, I keep, I'll, I just send him 50 bucks and I hope for Andy the Andy Wood's like, dude, there's no need to submit. And I think he, I assume he means because of like, you know, you're in. You're yeah. shooing. But I keep yeah. submitting anyways. Like, you're gonna, stop, literally, yeah. there's no point in you submitting. And no. I'm like, I get it. I send him a new tape every time. Every time. $50. I somehow keep getting worse. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, when we did it, it was uh, it was like 100 degrees like the whole time. It was like a heat wave. It uh, was perfect. The hottest yeah. bridge town on record. Yeah. So so I think you moved because you were still in Austin. I was still but, in Austin. And then I moved to LA pretty, pretty shortly after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, moved in here. Had one of the rooms. Simon had already been in this apartment, and then okay. four years later, look at us now. Wow, yeah, we got a garbage can. We so do that's, have a uh, garbage can. <laughs> we need to wipe down the lid on that. If yeah, well, it's always the day we are like, I need to do a, a lid wipe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got a guest coming over. Wipe the lid, <laughs> and I'm not talking about the toilet seat, but that too. But yeah. that too. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, thank you for being here. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, Rochelle, Illinois, born and raised. Ooh. Okay. Spent a lot of my time uh, growing up in Wisconsin as well. Nice. And then lived in Chicago for quite a few years before I moved out here. Nice. Yeah. How long, you, how long have you been in LA? Like a, almost a decade. No shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I moved to yeah, I moved here like twelve years ago and it flies, doesn't it? Woof. It's weird because it does fly, but then I think about things that happened when I first moved here and it literally feels like a hundred years ago. I'm just yeah. like, who was that person? Yeah. Right. Insane. What was your do you remember your date? The date you got here? <sighs> I or do you ever think about it? I know that it was January. Okay. It was like mid January. Right after the holidays, you left town. Yeah, yeah. Left town. I was like, let me get as fat as possible before I And where move. from? Uh I, I was born and raised in Portland. Oh you were? Okay, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, I mean, came here and you know, I wasn't even doing stand up when I moved here. I came to like try and be an actor yeah. voiceovers. I or, still believe in you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, you're the only one. Oh, you got <laughs> Will you be voice. my agent? No. Um, <laughs> what if we all started a network of comedians being other comedians' agents? Because oh, that'd be great. I, I would work harder for someone else than I do me. So oh I just God. need to find somebody else who's yeah. like, because like, if I couldn't let either one of you down, I'd be like, I have to do that today. I got to do it for I have him. to do it yeah. today. Like, like we should create some sort of like Bernie Sanders peer to peer. We'll do it together, <laughs> yeah. like a so the socialism, yeah. comedy agent network, kind of a career massage circle. Scan. Yeah, 
I was thinking like a massage circle where we're all just wrapping yeah, each yeah, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's a circle. But not misogynist. We're not no, misogynist. No. No, and no, can no. you imagine if like you were doing a club and you're like, hey, you're going to have to call Daniel Van Kirk. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. it's not me. Yeah. Like, you're, and they're like, yeah, he's going to he's gonna be here next week. Like, yeah, I know, but and I'll you can call me when you're dealing with him. Yeah. But uh, to deal with me, you, you got to call Daniel. <laughs> you gotta and then I'll get on the him. horn and be like, are you fucking my, are you fucking my client over right yeah. now? Yeah. I didn't call I, the play I got to check in with games. Simon Gibson right now. Yes. And then you yep. call the next person. It's just a lifeline. I'm on the dream. horn with MK Paulson, and uh, <laughs> he's not happy with this deal. I just wanted to check in. We can put a pin in this for now, but what yeah. I'm looking to not punt. Let's circle back Q3. <laughs> I love I loved, I just love the industry jargon that it's yeah. just like, you didn't need to say, like, why, why are we saying assets and like, you <laughs> right. know, There's, Q2, circle I know. Back. I just talked to my rep. There's so many places we're looking at for Q3. Q3. Yeah, we're well, looking, we're looking yeah. at Q3 for that. I'm like, just fucking tell me. Is it bad that I don't think my rep is looking at anything? <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be a bigger concern. You but know, looking like, is almost the same as yeah. anything. Yeah, you got to yeah. look before you can yeah. see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I love this town. The and I love this industry. But so, Dan, you're going to Austin soon. Well, yes. Yeah, Do you I go think to Austin, when it drops, I'll have been there. You'll already have been there. But I, I was love, so excited oh my for God, you and it. all my friends. And I'll be back because I'll be there for Moon Tower. Yeah, so, you'll be at Moon Tower. Yeah. I think I can say that I'm going to also be at Moon Come Tower. Come on. Hell yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I think I can say that I freaking better be at moon tower i would love it <laughs> or some shit's going down okay you hear me mk you're my rep <laughs> I, I gotta get dan van kirk on the line get here. him on the horn Simon's here. Not happy. That, that's a q2 question <laughs> ah, i mean we're still in q1 i'm real sorry i i blew that are we are we out we're out right? i have no idea i don't know what months or what we're i don't know the what end the of, we're at the end of q1 yeah okay okay Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're okay, coming up on the end sense. of Q1. Yeah. We're in like the last third of Q1. Yes. We're in yeah. We're in Q3 of Q1. We're, yes. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Almost Great. Q4 of Q1. Well, no. we're actually we're in <laughs> Q We're in Q66 and a sixth of No, we finished 66 and a so we're making our way towards 99.9th of oh, right. Q1. Yeah. Right? Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, we welcome to the, the bit. Someone is high listening to this, episode. being like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just I got think, high. I think right we're now. in like Q2 of Q3 of Q1. That's true as well. <laughs> it's like going all the way down. So, that yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I will have been there and I am coming back yeah. there. And uh, I should say, I my name is not on the poster yet. So, this okay. may fall through. But, uh, uh, dude, and more, baby. And more. I'm one of the and more. That's what we were yeah. just talking about. That's the name of my Pretty rep like, is Ann Moore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ann Moore? <laughs> you really you got some work to do. Uh, I love it there. Yeah. I don't know if this is like uh, not hip, but you know, you only know what you know. Yeah. Cooper's Barbecue on Congress. Oh, yeah. Like close to the river. Cooper's. Right, right. Is, you didn't I take love, me to Cooper's. I love that spot. And I'm There's sure that so like, I'm sure. Ones. I mean, this is like, if you t- if you, you went the- to Rochelle and you're like, Dan, yeah. come on, take me to the best church. Right, right. I know the best church in Rochelle, <laughs> Illinois. Okay. It's Crossroads. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> but uh, he, he so, took me to the one that was at the gas station. Rudy's. The barbecue. Is it great? The, so the thing about Rudy, I love Rudy's, but it's like the best. I loved it. It's yeah. the best of like. Unlimited bread. 
Come yeah. on. Like, yeah. What are you, an Italian restaurant? It's the best of like the like kind of in and out barbecue. Okay. Like there's the whole, there's the whole like boutique barbecue thing in Austin. Right. It's like Franklin's. You have to wait in line for like four hours. Yeah. I don't know. And about then some that. of the nicer restaurants that are like sit down, but Rudy's is actually in a gas station. Like you can go get it. And I love it. But there but are it's like, like, when you say gas station though, yeah. it's like a giant facility that they. Are we talking Bucky's? A kind of a Bucky. Bucky. It's kind okay. of a Bucky. What's oh, Bucky's? You don't know a Bucky's? Are you kidding? I don't know a Bucky's. Oh, and more. Let me call Ann Moore. Ann Moore. Get her on the phone. Bucky's is the best bathrooms in all of Texas. Okay. okay. It is an enormous gas station. Like yeah. 80 pumps. Imagine like somewhere between like a Walmart and a gas station, mm-hmm. but like a very and, and a Texas Costco. twinge. Yeah. Like a very, you can buy like a teal cross for your bathroom. Yeah, a lot of and cookbooks. they have like a meat circle. Where you can get like great meat. I don't. I don't think they have kolaches though. They do. They some do. Of them have, do. Okay, yeah, I yeah, think some of yeah. them do. It's it, dude. There's an entire wall of candy, mm. yeah. and they have Bucky's Bunkie, Bucky's nuggets. Have a, a beef jerky bar. So if you're into beef jerky, you can. I mean, my, I'm overwhelmed right now. It is. I, it is. So it's almost a meat like circle. It's like too Literally. obnoxious though to me. Like I go there and I go. I like go inside in the way that like. Have you ever like. We live in a post-capitalist society. Have you ever gone in a place you're like, I'm going to feel better by spending something? Oh, of course. And you, I like just walk in and I'm like, I don't have to think about anything. All my decisions, you know, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of place where it's like, I don't have to. It's one stop shop. It's like, life. it's already guiding me to where I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, Rudy's is in a very nice gas station. Yeah. It's like, a, I'd say the gas station is even secondary, but I don't yeah. know. It's Texan. It's fun. But sure. you know, when you, it's your first time you go up and they're like, woo, they scream for I mean, you. I, mean, I, had, I had the best time. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Over, and they have really great I'll be there for like eight days. If you want to go, so. I should be there. And I think I'm going to have my car so we can go Ooh. get some Rudy's. Ooh. Yeah, dude. That'd be fun. Your car or your parents? I may have mamas. <laughs> nice. So we had a great, great thing happen yesterday. We're uh, we're on our way. We were driving to uh, Van Nuys. Oh yeah, we we're driving oh, to Van Nuys. We went deep. Get a call from MK's mom on the Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> right. and uh, you know MK she, oh. MK's mom uh, Ruby. Right. Simon's mom listens to the podcast. My mom. Does not. Your mom ain't listening. My mom called me once to ask me what a podcast was. So, <laughs> well, what day? Well, she yeah, called you yesterday. yesterday to ask him something yeah. else. She goes, and that was, she goes, hey, MK, <laughs> you busy? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, actually, mom, we're driving right now. I can't really talk. She's like, okay, okay. And she knows, she's met Simon before. Sure. Simon's oh, yeah. come to Texas and once. She's like, okay, okay. Well, I just got, I got a question for you. What's a vegan? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> just called him to ask him. Just, just called him to ask, ask him. Uh, that's pr- but that's showing you how far it's going. Oh yeah, like yeah. Uh, w- well because yeah, she was like trying to. It's made its way to her. Yeah, right, right. right. So like, um, my family we have this little shack of a cottage up in Wisconsin, Ooh. and there's um, there's a diner called Sparks that's a, like a fire department themed diner, and they have an old fire truck out oh. front and everything, and uh. The Sklars and I were up there like doing shows and we, we go to we stay the night at my cabin and then we go to Sparks the next day for breakfast and we walk out and we're in this little town in central rural Wisconsin and there is a signed uh, like eight by ten glossy of the soup Nazi. And I think it was Randy <laughs> said to Jason, he goes he he tapped it as we're walking out because it was right by the door. He tapped it and he goes, This far. Seinfeld's wow. comedy made it this far yeah that it's like it's so vegan has like permeated all the way to your mouth she's like well what what is that yeah and then when you tell her like no butter 
Yeah. I mean, we no tell her no butter. <laughs> she was, I think she was, well, so uh, this is true. My mom has called me like five times in the last month and every time it's like, I mean, I know this is a trope in comedy, but it's true. Literally someone new has died that I don't really know. And she just does a deep dive on this person. And I'm like, all right. right. So one of her church friends, son passed away and i guess his son's girlfriend was a vegan and they were having a big potluck oh, and she's like see? what's a vegan I but i could there. tell in my mom's head and i never told you this but i'm like i'm pretty sure she maybe thought vegan was like one of her church friends said like oh yeah she's a vegan and i think she maybe thought like Devil. like a cult something yeah. or like a <laughs> like a non not like the denomination yeah. of a <laughs> have you ever kind of weird religion have you ever heard the theory about dumb parent questions no it's kind of a downer Okay, but I mean that's this podcast right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there is this story of this dad who would constantly call his daughter for the dumbest shit. Like, mm-hmm. how do I get the batteries out of the remote? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know if the internet is on? What is the cloud? Mm-hmm. Just like, and they would range from like, oh yeah, you might not know that to like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And he eventually, she eventually was like, Dad, you call me for like the dumbest shit. And he eventually said to her, in a non-angry way, I could figure out all these things, but then what reason would I have to call you? And so it was it was like his way of like reaching out to like have some sort of interaction because maybe of his generation or just a common thing in people that saying the like, well, I just miss you is too hard. So they'll like there'll be a this barely tangential string right. that they want to connect so that right. they have a reason to just call you. Yeah. yeah. Cause they don't know how to say like, I just wanted to hear your voice. Oh yeah. And even if they That's did, your mom, I did. And I was also like, I love my, I really do love my yeah. mom. We yeah. You said it like four times on the way out there. <laughs> I love my mom. You wait, you're an, I love you family. <laughs> well, I, it's We're funny. an, I love you family. It's like the same as saying goodbye. I, know, I love you. Bye. It's like, tr- that's how I do that too. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts, but I am the one that has forced it. Really? Yeah, I was You're the one forcing that I was the like, issue. My dad doesn't really say it, and I'm always like, "Dad, I love you," and he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, you, you, we got you. And yep, then yep, my brother, I always tell him I love him, and he never says it back. Uh, I love Rudy's. My mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love. Wow. All right, Marky. gas station barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> My mom will say it back to me, but I was always like, "We." I told her once, I was like, Dad never says he loves me on the phone. And she's like, oh, does that bother you? And I was like, I mean, not really, but well, I Well, you're just, on uh, speaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got your father uh, coming in right now. Yeah. I did go to Alaska recently, and my dad, Whoa. he like he doesn't call me very often, but he was excited for me to go to Alaska. That was fun. That was easy to yeah. say. Yeah. He yeah. Got, uh, <laughs> well, you don't know if you're coming back. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. There's a lot Maybe of bear stuff. Attached. Did you do yeah. shows there? I did a college, yeah. Oh, nice. It was really I was just talking to uh, John Doerr today about putting together like a run because he lives up yeah. there now. Oh, does he live yeah. up there? And he oh, was like, oh, yeah. He's in Alaska? Yeah, and he was like, oh, I can get a run together, no problem. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Huh. Do you ever do any of these mountain runs? I hear, I hear this is a thing that like a group of comedians like just want to go skiing and they organize shows just like in. No, but that's a great like whatever what, like man. That's or so good. You they, should like, put that up. on like comedy Twitter, like comedian Twitter. Like, what is the thing you will do shows for? Yeah, bad shows for no money to be in proximity of blank. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, yeah, do it for like a, a ski pass or like a place to stay in yeah. Mammoth. Like I, theme parks, mm-hmm. water parks, like uh, like, uh, like any place where I can like float a river. 
Like if you tell me like, well, there's this great thing oh, and you you'll have it there. float the river in Austin while we're there? Dude, New Brunfels, are we going to hit that shit? We get the San Marcos. Or San Marcos yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm versed. Simon, you got to come. I want to go. <laughs> Floating that river is so great, dude. <laughs> I want to so float. Fun. I don't even need I an inner tube. <laughs> I haven't done it in years because I think in my 20s I did it so much that I was like, I hit a point where I was like, I, I think I have to be done with it. Like yeah. I was just With floating? I got, I mean- you, it's a life. We had like a flamingo bong, yeah, and like it. we're just or like like a like a beer beer bong, and we're like we call it the flabongo. Yeah. and you're just I have uh, a dong bong. Yeah, we yeah. had we were like doing flabongos on these islands in the river, and I just somebody had this like vodka soda in a like mm-hmm. like two gallon jug, mm-hmm. and it's just like God, you're making like, me so happy right I now. I don't know that I've ever. That may be one of the top five drunkest I've ever been in my entire life. And nice. I was like, Survived I think it, I. Dude. And after you, well, get at least to, you're going swimming in a yeah, yeah. river. With, well, you're in this really cold river, and you're just laying, but and then so you're just hot. drinking it all so day. Great. It feels dude, so great. I'm fine with all that until there's always those people who are like, "Think I can jump off that?" And oh then I'm like, yeah, stop. Yeah, so do it. You don't jump, just, just float. Just float, yeah. dude. We're yeah. not river jumping. No, I ain't a jumper. Because there's it, always shit where it's like, especially like in Ozarks, you'll get people like jumping off stuff and. So many people do not know how much rebar is like Ooh. in uh. in the Ozarks, and yeah. they'll just jump in and be like, "Oh, that that that's impaled on you now." Ugh. But um, rebar, what's it doing in there? Because like bridges will be like broken down, or they'll like just mm. support like masses oh, with stuff. Yeah, and so because of just like the the what do you call it when it like washes away the fuck, the current term? No, yeah, but like right. it takes away the. The set the soil and the like. That's like the dra- the way it drains yeah, off the mountain the and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So I always hate when people are like, well, yeah. we, like I was in Havasu, and of course people want to start jumping off that. I was like, don't, don't. Why? Yeah. Why are you adding this tension? Right. We're just getting drunk. We should organize a river float with comedians Dude. while we're down there. That'd be so fun. we did that for uh, the Petaluma Festival in Petaluma, California, mm. and it was um, it was it was Corey Lukasik and. Rory and Jeff Tate and me and Ryan Singer and and it was just like a whole great group right. of comedy people. We just all did mushrooms and floated down the river oh, and it was good. the fucking best. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I do mushrooms and I think I'm floating down the river. Dude, star I'm just in my bathtub, you know. Hey, it's not even wherever you want to be. Yeah, it's yeah. not water. It's no, not water. no. Like, do you guys, I piss myself? I, what's your thing? You would do shitty shows for to have. To be near that, like if you, because like when I did Orlando, I got hooked up with free Disney passes yeah. to like all the parks. I'm like, I'll, I'm gonna do this every year. I feel like I was talking to Simon about this the other day, but I think I'm at that point in comedy where like, if I get like an opportunity to headline, I still am like very stressed out about it. Like yeah. I feel like I have to write and like. Even in Alaska, I was like, I basically, I went in a day early and I did have fun like the first day, but the second day I was like, I need to be in my room just like reviewing yeah. and like listening to sets and stuff like that. So I don't even like, did you, have you ever done them like Harvey's at Tahoe? No. Like the, or the improv at, in Tahoe? Mm-mm. They have a small club there and you get a really good deal because you get to stay in one of the casinos upstairs That's, and you yeah. get like access to the buffet. Yeah. And um, I did it one time, but I was just also just like, I feel like I didn't enjoy it the way I was like supposed to because I was just in my own head about like, yeah, that's doing comedy stuff. Baseball games are one I would do too because then yeah. you can just do that in the afternoon. It doesn't yeah. take any of your like energy. I would love to do like a, a ski week. Like I'm a I'm a, I'm a gay and I would love to do like a gay <laughs> ski week. Do a gay and, ski week, dude, and like perform on the ski week and then just be able to be a wreck on the slopes. The place I want to do now that I know has a club and I haven't been is the Keys. 
Like, oh. I want to go to Florida Keys. Is there Ooh. a club? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's the club? I have no idea. We're going to find that out. Shout out to the Florida Keys. Yeah. Wanna... <laughs> Today's broadcast. Because the thing about Florida is you, you can do a whole Florida run and literally do, like, you, I mean, Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando, West Palm Beach, Boca, Miami, Key. Like you can, I've heard Miami's rough. Really? Like some of the crowds are rough. I've done Jacksonville and Boca and Orlando. Isn't that where Tiffany Haddish had like her set that like didn't go well? The New Year's so, Eve thing? Was it? Yeah. And I, somebody was yeah. like, oh yeah, that was, they were like, it, Miami's like notoriously difficult crowds. Really? Huh. It's just like kind of. There's I think so much else going on. Yeah. I mean, our bathroom toilet. Agrees. Oh yeah. Yeah. For those of you listening to the podcast, we did. Uh, our toilet's a- crying. Hates Miami. <laughs> really? <laughs> bad, bad blood. But don't there. you yeah. guys kind of like, are you like me? Like I'm like a, I'm like a bull rider in that sense where yeah. when somebody's like, ah, they're bad there. I'm like, I want to go. I want to yeah, go see if I can it. ride that bull. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe not, but I feel like sometimes, yeah, when when I know a crowd is bad, it like pumps me up more than if the crowd is like on fire. Nothing. Right. You don't want to lose a like, on fire a crowd. Yeah. I'd rather lose a bad crowd than a great one. I did this uh, uh, the this like secret headliner show at Helium. Yeah. Uh, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago now. And I was the secret headliner. Nice. Surprise to everyone. Um, <laughs> and uh, and everyone and I like and this is in Portland. And I like know you know most of the comics there. So yeah. I booked the host and the feature and a guest spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crowd was just like on fire for everyone. And then I went out, and the disappointment was so it was like but everyone else was just like murdering like uh and then i went out there and literally like struggled for the first 20 minutes yeah. before mm-hmm. i was like i'm already in this whatever but right. they were so good that it made me do bad also it was like a big hole because they're like who the fuck is this and i you know i tried to make a joke i was like oh they said my name wrong it's actually bill burr you know and then people, <laughs> that's a great joke it was a good joke yeah and that got a laugh right up top but then it was just like right back to no you're not you know <laughs> wait a second yeah you've seen this next comedian on inside jokes on amazon yeah. Prime. they're like no we what haven't the hell is that <laughs> amazon has t- but tv shows yeah what? I did a when I did this college in Alaska. I kept asking everybody, "It's like, have you seen me on Inside Jokes on Amazon Prime?" And people were like, "What? No, <laughs> like, of course not." Well, to be fair, it's an inside joke. It is an so. inside. It is joke. an inside it's joke. Yeah, an it's kind of you know, <laughs> you know, inside baseball. Uh, you know, I've seen Inside Baseball. Oh, inside inside Baseball is a great show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that's comedy. <laughs> it's not at, right, all. at all. It's Ken Burns right. talking. Right. For you know, it's funny that Vietnam doc. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You should talk more about Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, I love notes. I love notes after a set too. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, my also uh, new favorite thing. Well, maybe I could rail against this. I might rail against it later. Oh, this in, might in be your confrontation. Well, just I don't know. It's it's small. It's I'll say I don't. Yeah, care. it's uh, when fans of a podcast. God bless all of you listening to this. Yeah. whether you you've come with me over here or, or you're new to this show or you're an old timer, yeah. fans of a podcast point out the joke everyone missed. Oh, and it's no. like like we did one where it was like Bay Area Rapid something I don't know but like the acronym would be BARF right oh, and so yeah, this yeah. person recently and if it's you and you're listening to this I'm not mad at you right in any in any way <laughs> and I hope you don't get mad at me but they were like can't believe 
no one caught that. And uh, I, I want to yeah. go, uh, you, you got one. <laughs> you got one joke. Did you hear how many we all did? Yeah. Like, you got one. You got one, and you think that's top? That would have been the dick. <laughs> now, if you want to tell me a joke that I'm like, how that would have been the greatest joke, even then I'd still give you, I'll still take my 10 OKs against your one great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like this new podcast thing where they're like, oh, you didn't know one thought to say? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Isn't that kind of, it's like the new sort of like uh, comic book nerds, you know, who are just like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it didn't follow, you know, there was some, uh, you right. know, missteps in there or something. Really should have done a third one there. Yeah. <laughs> Only did two. I mean, they were funny, but rule of three, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I'm like, listen, you dumb hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to call. please support the Patreon. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is call LA hipster crowds like dumb hicks. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you dumb hillbilly hicks. Do you guys do a uh, Patreon? We do. We, we have do? a Patreon now. We have yeah, a Patreon. donate to it, you dumb hicks. <laughs> you know, I was just thought it would be great for your guys' Patreon mm-hmm. since it's roommates for life. Yeah. Con like search uh like Craigslist or Facebook uh, rentals or whatever. Uh-huh. And like do some keywords for like horrible or like bad or never, right? Yeah. So you can find people who are looking for a new place based on how bad the old one was and then oh. interview that person. Be like, hey, we don't have a place to offer you, but we would love to talk to you over our podcast about how bad the roommate was that you just left. Ooh, Ooh, get them on, yeah. Because they're all be real stories and some yeah. of them might be gold. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some gold stories written in, but yeah, yeah. we're always looking for new and that would be organic. And right. I, we probably wouldn't Key even words want them in our give you people like, yeah like thief stolen yeah i charlene and i had the idea that we should do for the patreon another level that like at christmas at the holidays you get our holiday card from the from the apartment that's and we send out a, yeah uh, a holiday card with like uh something <laughs> from the apartment we're yeah we're all shirtless maybe not yeah <laughs> <laughs> well one of us definitely won't be me and that's and that's that's caleb yeah disgusting <laughs> disgusting body i'm shirtless uh, right now yeah. so <laughs> i can't stop i am addicted to my own abs <laughs> that are buried in fat but love yourself you gotta love them yeah. you gotta love them. that's my fake credit I love my body. <laughs> Guys, you're going to love this sex dude. He loves himself. Yeah. We'll see if you do too. You've seen him on Inside Joker. Inside Joker. <laughs> yeah. You've seen him on Amazon Prime. Now he just delivers for it. Give it up for Simon. Huh? Whatever. Simon the Fat. Coming this fall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. good about that. Yeah. Well, I think we should go out on a break. I was hoping for a good cliffhanger moment, and then I didn't find it. Oh, you didn't? I did. Wait. Were you going to say something about... Oh, I was going to start talking. Yeah, well, we got to go to... We'll be right back, guys. Hey, roommates for life listeners. This is Daniel Van Kirk. Are you someone that likes to help your friends, but also wants to slightly annoy your uncle? Well, guess what? The F-150 All-Electric is for you. Coming at the end of 2021, we're talking Q3, Q4 you'll be able to purchase your own F-150 all-electric. And you might be saying to yourself, an electric truck, is that what I need? (laughs) I can't think of a reason you wouldn't. With more towing capacity and torque than the standard F-150, sooner or later your uncle's going to be like, mind if I ride around in that? And you say, you know what, uncle? I'm going to move you into the new house now that you're legally separated from my Aunt Deb. And that's what the F-150 offers you. The way to help people, help family, and help the environment. 
So I'm Daniel Van Kirk, and if you got an extra one of those F-150 electric, send it over my way. Thanks. Electric truck. Oh, man. That was. (laughs) I need some help moving. I'm going through a divorce myself. Uh, (laughs) Welcome back to Roommates for Life. I am uh, Simon Gibson, and you are? MK Paulson, and we're sitting here today with Daniel Van Kirk or Dan. Dan Van Kirk, America's premier stand up comedian. Can (laughs) we say that? I think we can. That's a title we gave him, but it's true. You put it out in the world, and now it's the law. I'll take it. Now it's the law. Could you imagine if you were called the bad boy of anything? <laughs> Could you imagine? He got some bad boy. Oh, he's the bad boy of former Austin yeah, resident he's comedy. He's bad boy of crocheting. Make some noise for M.K. Paulson. He's the bad boy of competitive eating with himself. <laughs> Simon Gibson. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are uh, we ended on a cliffhanger. That was just me telling M.K. Yeah. to talk and then yelling over him. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, we got to jump into our, uh, our roommate stories. Um, and, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, if you guys have any roommate stories, please DM them to us at roommates for life pod, uh, at our Instagram, the longer, the better it makes, it, ma- it makes it better if you write, you know, a few mm-hmm, paragraphs. Yeah, so get them details out, we got to get details. Cause some people will be like, yeah, I had a roommate and he pooped on the floor <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, Who okay. right. Who was it a bed it? or a mattress on the floor? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, we need specific details. Yeah. So what was the consistency of the poop? We yeah. want to know. I mean, you were really harping on the, the details of the poop. I was like, is it, is it more butt pee or was it like kind of yeah. just solid out there? Yeah, my mom's already turned this off. Um, <laughs> so is mine, but hey, she never turned it on. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but Dan, I mean, you know, you've been doing stand-up for yeah. a long time yeah. and, you know, probably uh, had a few roommates, had some road stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, last last episode, uh, Jackie Cation was uh, talking about the infamous uh, comedy condos. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean... Uh, Please tell us some uh, some tales, dude. I lived when I, my first no second year in LA. So I w- was bartending downtown, and I wanted to move downtown. Yeah, uh, I moved back to downtown actually. So for a few months, I had lived in West Hollywood, and so I found this guy. His name was like Anarush, and he was like, "Hey, we have a great place in down in downtown LA." You'll have your own room, and you share a bathroom with one other person. And I'm, Classic. and he's like, and he says, I'm in the living room, mm-hmm. and then Raj is in the other bedroom. And he has his own bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, I went and saw the place, and then two days before I moved in, Ra- uh, Anruj was like, uh, "Oh, I'm leaving. I'm moving. I got to go back to India," and so he's gone. Right. Well, so now like my only like point of contact for the like me moving in there. And so I like move in and I I just like constantly like don't you hate when uh when like your living condition is like not solidified, you're constantly waiting for somebody to be like, get out, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like mm. it's never go nothing. on get. <laughs> yeah. A lot of go on gets in my life. <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah. Somebody must have said that to my dad. <laughs> so uh it's actually me and most uh, auditions. Uh, <laughs> go on get. <laughs> I'm prospector number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um so I like move in, right? And then a couple days later. Uh, this guy m- moves in and he is this just like 
cool black dude and he's like oh i'm gonna be in the living room and i'm like oh okay and i go what do you do and he's like oh i'm like the i'm one of the vps for warehouse shoe sales and i'm like that doesn't add up <laughs> he's like oh, i got another place i just want a place for here and i'm like in a living room and so then he also taught me his fun little trick of go to the salvation army and uh, or like um what do they call it? Like military surplus stores and mm-hmm. get yourself a military backpack and you'll get to board flights earlier than everybody else. I'm oh. like, that is valor stealing. That's wow. Valor. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, he would always give me coupons and I, and then Raj and I would like barely interact, you know, mm-hmm. and he like had a girlfriend and sometimes I would see her and it was one of those deals where you're like living in an apartment. Like you guys have a real social feel to your apartment of like all of you interacting. Yeah. Uh, We're a couple of, you know, chatty yeah. Abbies. Yeah. It, like this is the main setting for the sitcom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. This was very like you go into your room, you go into your space. Yeah. The the kitchen was like separated from the living area. So you would you have no reason to be in the living room. If unless, you're in the living room, you're a jerk. Right. Yeah. 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 Like that's somebody's room. Yeah. <laughs> so then one day, uh the warehouse shoe sales guy, he leaves. And then another day, like another guy shows up who I never said more than like six words to. And I still to this day don't know his name. I know he was from (laughs) India Mm. and he was a low talker. And after three times of like, (laughs) what was your name again? I was like, you know what? We're going to leave it because we're not going to lunch. (laughs) Like I'm never, I don't even think I'll need your number. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know who I talk. I like leave a check on the kitchen counter. Yeah. Who's, Mm -hmm. who's getting the rent? I just would leave it. I would just leave it there, and then uh. somebody would come and like pick it up. Hey, oh, we got hey. Caleb speaking Caleb of Camille. sitcoms, yeah, this is it. We got a Caleb sighting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you vote for? Uh, you know me, but, uh, <laughs> Donald J. Trump. <laughs> he wrote it. He wrote it over all the other names. Yeah, in crayon. In the Democratic primary, he scratched it out. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's our Caleb. <laughs> Wacky Caleb. Wacky Caleb. He's got a sprained groin. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the it was the voting. He. Especially the penis. Oh. All right. <laughs> That's so, been our Caleb moment. That's Caleb moment. <laughs> sponsored by uh, Ford F one fifty. All electric. <laughs> All electric. All yeah. electric. So. Um, so I'm living there. And then also, I should be honest, like the place was kind of like gross. Like yeah. you turn the kitchen light on, I'm like, oh, tss, 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 like uh, scurries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like roaches and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to be. This here. is pre-arts district downtown. Yes. It, you know, it's Bunker Hill. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, it's like nice older buildings, but nobody's paid attention to them in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Like a lot of carpet. And so, and, the, and the, the place was like gorgeous. It was just such a weird place to live. And so. I don't know who's in the living room. Raj and I have like barely interacted. He's the one who like takes the checks, mm-hmm. you know, and he seems like a nice guy. And then, uh, I, but I'm saying to myself, like, I, I can't be here for very long. And, you know, I was to give you context. I moved here with everything you could bring on a plane. Mm. I worked my way up to like a nice beanbag chair. Mm-hmm. And then by the time wow. I got into this Bunker Hill place, I was air mattressing. Oh. So I like trying yeah. to like, build a lot were you doing you know? comedy at the time or were you uh, i was at ucb a lot okay then. yeah and so um i'm like I, I i'll make my way out of here i won't i won't have to stay here yeah and so then um one day 
I see somebody like come out of Raj's room and it's mm. like this 60s, like late 60s year old man. Mysterious. Right? And I'm like, what the hell? So then like a day later, I'm like hearing voices mm-hmm. and I'm in, I'm in the bathroom and I'm like timing it to like go out of the bathroom because I want to time it so that I'm going to walk past Raj's room because I can hear someone coming down the hall. Mm-hmm. So I want to see who they are yeah. and see what, what's going on in Raj's mm-hmm. room, right? Yeah. And so I like walk by and, and sure enough, there's this older guy and I'm like kind of like walking behind him. It's only six steps from the bathroom to the yeah. to my bedroom door. And my bedroom door is like perpendicular to Raj's, right? Okay. And so I would share the wall. Like that's where I would hear voices and stuff. And I walk up and I, the old guy opens the door and as I like look in as I walk by, I side eye it and I see no less than like six people in there. And it's like a girl and a mom and this older guy and like uh, I think another girl. And I'm like, what the hell? So then the next day, like nobody is in the apartment as far as I can tell. Yeah. Nobody's in the living room. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's in the room. And then the girlfriend like shows up, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, is anybody here? She's like, knocks on my door. And I'm like, hello. She's like, is anybody here? I go, I have no idea the scope of even that who's anybody yeah. right <laughs> and she tells me that raj had tried to commit suicide which is very sad uh, okay? yeah and no no light not making light of that at all and if you're having those thoughts reach out yeah and so i'm like what and she was like yeah he um he like pressured like really got into him and everything and i think they were like students this is how little I was invested, and they yeah. weren't invested in me either. We were yeah. just co- yeah, yeah. let's just Your be copacetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. You're like, oh, he's going to school. Good we're, for him. Right, right. <laughs> how do you do it? Uh, so she's like, and I go, oh, she's like, but like his family doesn't know we're dating. I need to get some stuff out of his room, and I'm like, oh, th- there's been people in there. I haven't seen Raj. She's like, yeah, his whole family's here, and they they were like living in Raj's room. Oh my like god! All wow. of them, okay. Like from India or like yes. from somewhere in no, America? from India. They all came over here, right? And she had to pretend that she was his friend. Well, I mean, I feel like I would be having a nervous breakdown if I had my entire family living. No, in a they room came with because me. he tried to kill himself. Oh well, I feel for me it makes it worse, <laughs> <laughs> but not making light of it. Very right. serious yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, it sounded like you were. So. <laughs> no, you weren't. That was a good reason. Thank you. So I, uh, so I'm like, oh, she's like, I'm gonna go in there, and I'm like. Oh, okay. So then she leaves, right? And I'm like, okay. Raj's family doesn't know he has a girlfriend. Raj tried to kill himself. Raj's whole family is living in the room. I still don't know the name of the guy in the living room. <laughs> How many people am I living with? Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so this goes on for like a while. And then I get like a knock, right? And they introduce themselves. But they're still vague. It was like the mom and dad. And they're like, we, uh, uh, we're, we're in Raj's room. And I'm like, I know. And then they go, we'll, we'll, we'll be here for a while. I go, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to get out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, I, like, a, I don't know, this probably went on for maybe two weeks, right? So towards the end of that two weeks, I like, I like uh, slide my rent check and I have like a little note that says I'm moving out at the end of the month because I had found another place in downtown, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. if you guys ever had me back, I will tell you about that. Ooh. <laughs> so 
Cliffhanger. So, <laughs> yeah. That's where we go to commercial right there. <laughs> Let me tell you all about the electric F-150. So uh, I, uh, I leave a note, right? And then the next day I'm in the kitchen, in the little shotgun kitchen, mm-hmm. and uh, galley kitchen, I mean, and, and I'm like making some cereal back when I thought I could eat this every day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like making some cereal, and I like hear a noise, and I look, and this little Indian woman, Raj's mom is standing in the doorway. And and I go, hey. And she just looks at me. And then she like, like silently, but it felt uh, ominous. Like yeah. Pours like a glass of water, you know. She takes a drink. She sets it down. And I'm, I'm kind of like waiting for her to step out of the way. I've got my cereal. I'm going to go back to my hole. Yeah. You know. And uh, she, she goes, Daniel. And I go, hi. She goes, you no leave. And I go, huh? And she goes, <laughs> you no leave. Oh and she pushed God. her finger into my chest with every word. And yeah. I go, I go, yeah, I, I got to move out. No. And I go, I, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I got a place for me. It'll be better for everybody. She goes, my boy, sick. And I go, I've heard about I heard about Raj, yeah. Uh I, I'm I'm really sorry. And she goes, You no leave. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> I'm gonna die in this apartment. And so then the glass go, of water, that's the most. Like it's just like, like she a was like, slow. Like I don't know if she wanted to buy time of like how she wanted to broach this, yeah. and then she like made me feel like I'm abandoning Raj yeah, and yeah. them. I don't even know them. I still to this day do not know exactly how many people were in that room, wow. right? And I, if anything, I feel for this girlfriend who can't be there and like and like uh, I don't want to say mourn, but just like you know take care of and support her boyfriend because she has to act like they're not like she's like very yeah. like oh it's just my friend. I just thought you guys would want to know. I think she found him right. And so she was like, "You no leave," and I and I tried, guys. The the more nervous I was getting, like the more positive sounding and louder I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go." Like, <laughs> I, and I'm look over right because I'm like, to because you could you could go both ways like from the kitchen right yeah but the back way was like boxes and all this stuff. But I've kind of like backed up into that other doorway, and I can see. God bless him. I still don't know his fucking name. Whatever the guy in the living room <laughs> yeah. is. And he, I look over and he's just shaking his head like back and forth like don't leave. Like you can't leave. And so I go, I go, yeah, I just got to go. I mean, I'll think about it. Like we'll see, you know. Yeah. Dude, I left the next day. I don't know. I have an air mattress. Like literally, I, yeah. I, I was out of there in like two hours. I mean, you just pack up and go. I, to this day, I don't know what happened to Raj. Ugh. I I I don't know what happened to the guy in the living room. I still don't know his name. The girlfriend. I don't know. I feel yeah. bad for her, but I mean, That's I bought crazy. a fucking military backpack. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> now you're getting on those flights early. Raj, if you're listening, I know you I are. I hope you're fine. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do a rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, rebuttal, but you got to donate to the Patreon. So. Just that moment of, I'm like, how did my life get me? All because I, this is how bad you want to do fucking comedy. Yeah. You're living in a like downtown apartment with anywhere from four to nine other people yeah. from India who are dealing with their son's mental health issues. Ooh. And, and you're responsible for saving. You can't leave. Like, yeah, you can't leave. 
You yeah. can't leave. I play no role. <laughs> Guys, I can't. You know what I can't do? I can't help. No. That's what I can't do. No. <laughs> yeah. You're already in this house, like, struggling on your own. On my own. You, can't save you want me to be there for Raj? Yeah. If I'd have known, I would have tried to be there for Raj. But we didn't have that type of friendship. And yeah. neither do you and I, Mrs. Raj. And I feel like he probably <laughs> wouldn't to you, really... Mrs. Rajinson. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're trying to seduce me, Mrs. Rajinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. Leaf. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do Leaf. it. Close I wonder if up. Raj would have wanted... Did he want you to stay, or do you think it was... No, just I don't know. Yeah. I don't even think he knew who he was. Like, I'm like... He was like, oh, Dan, yeah. Am I like putting you guys in a financial spot by moving out? But you'll figure it out. Yeah. Somebody will move in. You got one guy in the living room. Yeah. Somebody will take the other room. Yeah. Get him in the bedroom. Yeah. I wonder if the living room guy moved out pretty quick. I don't know, man. God, I wish I could knew his name. It's a mystery. How long ago was this? 2012. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure they're all fine. They're fine. Right, <laughs> roommates for life, listeners. We want you to send send your votes. Is Raj okay? Yeah, and do you care? He, no, I think he's do. okay because he had a strong family support. Yeah, they. She yeah. was worried about something. Oh, this guys scared the hell out of me. That's terrifying. It's just it is interesting. I mean, it's interesting like how much the pressure of academia gets to people. I think that was something. That's why I stopped yeah. in high school. Dude, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That's why I didn't even finish, you know. But MK here, Mr. Master's degree, you know, he's he's high strung. High strung. Anxiety. D- did you go to college? Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. Where'd you go? Roosevelt University in Chicago. Roosevelt. Nice. Just a Roosevelt. Yeah. Oh, What'd you God. study? I got a BFA, oh, theater okay. performance. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, but, that's something. But why? I don't know. Well, Here's I, the thing. Everybody listen to this. Go Do whatever you want with your life, mm-hmm. but ask yourself if that thing needs a college degree. Yeah. Because I could have been in Chicago for, the, for probably less amount of time and privately taken classes from all the same people who were also part-time teaching at the university mm-hmm. for a third of the money and right. the exact... Same education. Can I ask how much did you spend on UCB classes? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, really? Yeah, I okay, got, I got, Well, no, I paid for my first class. Yeah, and then I got I an internship. And <laughs> there's one. Oh, you comment. got the internship. Yeah, yeah it's the way to do it. Oh, that's it. great. But I mean, that's the thing, though. Is like uh, even with um, you know people that like I worked at many different coffee shops sure. with people that went to like Carnegie Mellon and you know NYU and yeah. just like. But then even with those theater degrees, I mean, there's still you still have to take specific classes right. and courses for casting directors to look at you legitimately. Right. So it's almost like, well, why did I go- I should have just gone straight from high school and taken all those classes. Right. And then like by the time I was but 21, dude, I would have already had I, all that experience. I knew when I was in college that yeah. like not to say that nobody was talented. I'm not saying that they were they lacked they all lacked talent, but I even knew in college I go oh a lot of you guys are going to school, yeah like that like mm-hmm. this is you're eventually going to get a teaching certificate or you're going to realize there's something else you're interested in mm-hmm. and I'm not belittling any of those choices I'm just saying they were just in school yeah. where I was like yeah. and I remember some of them you know like giving me shit about like because I'm not your stereotypical college theater major yeah and 
and then be like, why, you why is that? Fit, why do you, you just don't fit in? When I was straight, I mean, I was one of four straight guys. I didn't smoke cigarettes. I didn't like What's wear the name black of the school? clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> MK's, MK's gonna have his own version of like the Rodney Dangerfield back to school. But usually, like your guys, like I got recruited to go to theater schools because they're like, oh, a six foot one straight guy who looks like he played football. Like, oh, we can do all our Tennessee William plays now. So like, <laughs> so so. I just th- I kept being told like oh you don't fit in like you don't even like you should be like at a Big Ten school like in a frat or whatever and I kept thinking to myself I, I go yeah but I really want to do this yeah so the a lot of those people just like went to school if you're someone who's eventually going to come here or go to New York or, or I highly suggest going to Chicago when you're starting out especially for theater um, if you're one of those people like you know you're going to do that you don't need that fucking degree all you're doing is sharpening your tools. Mm-hmm. But that's what that is. Some people are going there without any tools. They're just good students. Like I yeah. would always think that too. I was like, yeah, you fucking turned your paper and it got an A, and mm-hmm. I owe the teacher nine fucking papers. But I really want to do this. Yeah, I'm. A, you're a better yeah. student than me. I'm a better performer. But so than you me. still, even though you enjoyed it and you wanted to be there, you still don't think the process was valuable Fuck for you? No. See, I, I. You know what? It should have done. I should have. I should have gotten a hold. Yeah. Of their but, like catalog but, of who offered what classes, and then I should have seen who taught privately in Chicago and just taken all those people's classes. But, I would have gotten uh, the same yeah. education. My I just would have saved so much money. Is yeah. You, do you think you could you have known that without having gone? No, that's why I'm telling people. Yeah. Be, but here's I mean, a, here's a reason. Think, here's a reason I should have known it. Yeah. Because it was Chicago. So you're mm. not giving up. You tell me, like, well, hey. I want to go to Michigan State or I want to go to Eastern Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go there and you're going to have a quad life experience and friends and nickel beer a night and mm-hmm. a Greek system that is not problematic but really just fun and about like social interaction and maybe doing some good things in the community. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be like, oh, go. Go for it. Yeah. It's all, if you're valuing all those things, go for it but yeah. being in that i was already in chicago right it, i wasn't getting even like a yeah were you school were atmosphere. you already doing improv at that no, point no see that's the thing i mean like, i was doing it there I, by people who taught it but those people would eventually have taught me at io or yeah. second city anyway yeah so the, the good thing about going to school in chicago is there's no transition when you're done with school you've already lived in the real world for your chicago right, didn't right. give a fuck that you were a college kid right, just right. get on the goddamn train yeah and so you're already acclimated to like, how are you going to do this? So that's a benefit. But right. if I had moved to Chicago when I was 18, by the time I was 22, I would have figured out how I was going to do You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the school gave me like a, a few close friends and one extremely great friend. See, I, so I that's really it. like, I have a master's degree and it's in public policy and I got it like, I like graduated like four years ago sure. and I was already doing comedy. And so I look back and I'm like, Jesus Christ, what have I done? I've just like hurled dead onto myself and I don't even really want to do that. That being said, I loved school and I loved being there and I loved learning and I liked reading books and right. I liked being alone and I liked being able to do that. Right. And it really like, and even it's like, even an undergrad, I do. Th- I was the nerd that was like, oh, I like school. But I want to be That's why I would here. tell you to go. Yeah. If you're like, Dan, should I go to school for but that a thing be, major? Even and I'd s- go, no. And you go, but I love I, all that. I'd I go, oh, then I, you should go. Yeah. I just wish I had known now, though, that like, you don't actually need that. I don't think I you knew don't. that. I d- at the time, I didn't know that, but I don't think I could have known that without having gone. But I think. Even just coming from like a small town and like yeah. not knowing like. I mean, college is just what you did. Like, yes, you know I, I, that's how I ended up there. Yeah. But like, 
you, even from a comedic standpoint, I'm talking sketch, improv to definitely stand up. If I had gotten my degree in English, English lit uh, or history, mm-hmm. I would probably sit here and be like, completely worth it. Because the amount I would have read or learned for like reference points or comparisons or jokes or anything in those four years would be so compact and tight. It'd be way more than I would have done on my own in four years. Mm. And so I would find value in like a history, even though I wouldn't use that because what else would I have taken four years to do that? And I probably would have gone to a real school that was really fucking fun. So I would feel like I would have some more redeeming qualities to it. Being that it's like, you want to be a theater major in Chicago? Then just go do theater in Chicago. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. Well... Man, this has been a deep dive on the higher yeah. education system. I know. I feel like I railed against it. Well, no, you got, I, it deserves to get railed. All right. <laughs> uh, this does bring us to our final segment. We're going to do confrontation. Confrontation. It's a confrontation. It's a confrontation. It's a confrontation. I hate that you did that. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and I do it every time. Every single time. Uh, this is, of course, our famous segment where we air our grievances, it's either against each other, at the world, it's... at ourselves. You name it, yeah. you can air it. Yeah. Uh, I went first last week. Sign me. It's my turn. What do I got? Well, I'm going to confront. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe by this point, when the episodes come out, I have been in one of the trailers, but... Uh, you know, the show that I was in, uh, mm-hmm. the trailer came out today. Not in it at all. Not even a second am I in that preview. And, uh, you know, of course, I got some people back home. I'm really trying to show up and, you yeah. know, tell them, like, <laughs> you fucked up. You know what I mean? I'm doing great now. Yeah. Your life's shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, Cannonball, put me in the next trailer, okay? Put me in the preview. I really got a lot Wait, of people. What is it? from Gresham, Oregon, and Troutdale that really need to be put in their place. <laughs> and this was how I was going to do that. I thought it was going to be inside jokes, but that didn't really happen so much. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, Cannonball, it's like, yeah. uh, it's like a, it's basically sort of like Wipeout, except yeah. people are like falling down water slides and crazy shit Hell like yeah. that. I'm a sideline reporter. but Fuck you yeah, dude. Thank you. You wouldn't be able to tell if you watch the... Preview, though. Um, uh, So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, USA Network, let's fix that, okay? (laughs) I want some screen time because I have enemies that I have to destroy. So help me do that. I forgive you. MK, what do you got? I got, I got, I'm going to air a grievance. I'm going to confront... Uh, the city of Los Angeles, what public works department? This town for just tearing up our street. Oh, for, for the last three days. Sorry about the parking. Yeah, they there's no parking. They there's... are literally uh, Ghostbusters doing it. Yeah, where they, are. they where they're just like we're gonna find the river of ooze. You know, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. We were given no warning, no they're notice. Just like, yeah, there's like, yep, don't care. Uh, your roads closed. Like we still have a way to get in, but like the businesses across the street. How are they? How are they even getting there? Yeah, the Japanese Cultural I, Center, they're, and they're busy. They're busy. Yeah, <laughs> the Japanese Cultural Center, of course, across the street. It's like, what business yeah. are you talking about? I was about? like, eh, maybe I don't want to say exactly where we live, but everybody <laughs> yeah. already knows. Yeah, and it's fine. Anyway, uh, I'm airing that grievance. I don't know, but you I'll, don't forgive them. I don't forgive them, and I don't think I ever will. No, nah, this our, this city's a piece of shit. Not but I love you. 
<laughs> do you love it? Uh, no, I love it. I, I here's the thing. I, I, I couldn't see myself really living anywhere else. I mean, I fantasize about moving back to Portland, sure. and then I will spend too much time there, and I'll be like, no, I, I don't know if I, I maybe like three months out of the year, I'd. I'd love to have a house there or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, and New York, something I always thought about. Uh, but yeah, I, d- I don't really know where else I would live. Yeah. So, and then yeah, I, I do. I have met like, you know, my best friends. You know, all kind of live here. But it is a tough city. Yeah, a lot, and they don't they don't make it easy. Yeah. And like, I think somebody once said to me, they were like. You know, people that are looking for reasons to stay in L.A., it's like you're never going to find that. L.A. is not going to like get you have to make your own reason mm-hmm. to stay. So uh, so I'm moving out. I'll see you. <laughs> no, around. don't do okay. it. No, don't. No, no. <laughs> you stay. I'm you staying. Stay. You stay. You, you must stay. stay. <laughs> My son. Only sick. in L.A. could you live with a small. Well, I, it's not even small. <laughs> normal Indian family. Yeah. And somebody in the living room. <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, Dan. Yes, who's pissing you off? What do you got? What's your? <laughs> you know, I talk about how much I love them. Uh, this is. Gonna, I, I realize this just now sounded like a plug. I talk about how much I love them in my album. Thanks, Diane. So people can grab that. Check. It but out. Uh, I currently am mad at Chipotle. Whoa! Whoa! You're a Chipotle boy. What? I love Chipotle. I what? also. I, yeah. I, I I say it in the album. I go. I don't care how many E. coli breakouts they have. Like whatever they need to do to shorten that line yeah. at lunchtime. I'm. Do it. Get them out. Dude, that's how I get my sour cream is I'm mm. just like, give me two sour cream sides yeah. and then I have it for the rest of the I love Chipotle. Yeah. But I've noticed recently they do a horrible job of keeping their ingredients warm. Mm. Uh, like like uh, yeah. I ate a taco yesterday, a barbacoa taco that literally I got it, mm-hmm. went straight home and it tasted like I took it out of the fridge. Mm. And I'm like, that is true. Yeah. And I the don't tacos know are always cold. Yeah. Always cold. And then, you know, the other thing that bothers me, too, that this happened to me yesterday as well, like, uh, what can I get for you? And then I always, you know, I ask some pleasantries, like, how you doing and stuff. Yeah. And then I guess say, uh, uh, I'll get a chicken burrito bowl, mm-hmm. you know, and then they go, this happens. Ready? Chicken burrito bowl. Right here, tell me what you want. Say chicken burrito. What do you want? Uh, yeah, could I just get a chicken burrito bowl? Sure. White or brown rice? Uh, brown. Cool. We need more brown rice. (laughs) (laughs) How did you not know until I, why did me getting here have to realize that the thing literally six inches from where you're standing needs to be refilled? Were you just hoping that at 830 on a whatever Monday night, any day of the week, no one, you were going to go the next hour and a half with no one wanting brown rice? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I pointing out to you that the chicken's gone? Why am I the one? Yeah. yeah. I have a... Oh, we need chicken. Yeah. Like, And there's always that guy who's like, I got to cut it. Why? Cut it? Why is? Why are we waiting to... Be cutting it. Be right. cutting yeah. it already. Right. I am a huge Chipotle fan. Yeah. And this so warms good. my it's heart. It's way to eat. Through, uh, Simon does get concerned about me, how much I eat Chipotle. Oh, I'll probably go there but again But it's today. not even like a healthy way of eating. Like, no, like you the, can eat it very healthy, man. You can eat it, but I don't. And okay. I, <laughs> I, try, I make it as disgusting as possible. But I have like four Is this too long? Things. I need to know what your order is. I mean, well, here's the... Well, I don't know what your... I pretty much... Because normally, I feel like you're a taco guy. The things that are extra at are free, so it's like I am loading up you on are? cheese and sour cream yeah. to the point where they're concerned. And then I'm like, I want a side of it to go. <laughs> you do uh, 
Oh yeah. Oh Good yeah. For you, man. Because they don't care. And then what Why I do care? is I get I get the side of the salsa, side of Which sour one? cream. Which salsa? Uh, I like the medium green. I like the spiciest one, Ooh, and then the corn. Three, like a psychopath, you do. I do Hold on, we're not to you yet. <laughs> yeah, so I like the corn salsa, and then the hottest salsa, and I'll get both of those. Wait, in you a got little pico de gallo, t- corn, green, and bright that bright the, red. The, ro, the roja, yeah, roja, roja, roja. Yeah, uh, and then I pretty much will take them home, and I kind of like make my own version of nachos with the Fuck side of chips, yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. What's your protein? Uh, chicken or steak? Okay. I've I've like branched out. You ever fuck with sofritas? Sofritas tacos, real good. Mm, the, really? the veggie, yes, yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, I might go bowl sofritas today. Not as hell. All right, brother. I have like four theories. So the, the, I, I have like you have five things I have to tell you. He's got four theories. One of my first. We're running out of time. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> if you want, we can so clip one thing this I'm passionate about. I was like, well, we gotta go. Yeah. That's my confrontation. <laughs> so, oh, you got it. Well, save it for next week. I uh, one of my first touches with internet virality was I did a photo shoot with my friend Ella, oh, and we yeah. were we did a photo shoot as though we were parents of a newborn, yeah. but instead of a baby, it was a Chipotle burrito. Nice. And so there's like pictures of me. It made it into Cosmo. That's great. It, made, it was like it went oh, viral. It was as pretty hell. viral. And there's still memes. Like they keep getting subverted into other memes. It's great. I. So several conspiracy theories. I think the guacamole quality over time has gone down at Chipotle agree. because, and it's I did talk good, about this yeah. two weeks ago on the same podcast yeah. with David Borey. We're getting sued. We're getting sued. I, I love that. I love their guacamole, but I do think it's gone gotten worse. I also have this thing that like, I will look and see who the last person making the burrito is. To decide, you look down the end of the I line. I look down the end of the line to okay. see if it seems like somebody that's worked there for a while you don't want that knows how to roll a yeah, burrito. You don't and want if that they rip. do, I will get the burrito. But if they don't, I will get a salad. A lot of times you'll see them hide the rip. Yeah. And then the person who's like an amateur Chipotle but, order doesn't realize they're just opening up like a like a bag of casserole. They used to be so good at rolling those burritos and mm-hmm. now I think that people too get the, the bowls and the salads too much that they just don't They forgot not, they, how to roll. They're not using that quality so they don't yeah. have that expertise anymore and it but does you know make you me kind of sad. I mean, here's another, you know, little you hack li- it? life hack. Yeah. You can get it double wraps. You yes. can get it. Yeah. Two tortillas. Yeah. Yeah. And they look at you. you know. <laughs> Why get 100 grams of carbs when you can get 200? They look at you. They look at you in a wow. way, but they will do it. And that does make it so that it doesn't rip. Yeah. Because it's like you don't even get an exorbitant amount of toppings and it will rip. It will they just rip. like don't know how to do I it. Also, I also am the psychopath that. I double bean. I get both kinds of bean. And you I double get, bean I and get, triple sauce? I, I know. and That's why the burrito's always breaking. Call the yes, cops. Yes, of course. It's truly. I don't know Someone how. Someone call the cops right now. <laughs> You're putting a like a like yeah. a bathroom garbage can full of food. I mean, I've gotten this. I get the bowls <laughs> then. And I mean, it is literally like three inch, like stacked but up. See, I love like, when you get a Tripoli person and you're like, how's your day going? And they're like, <sighs> fine i get to leave soon and then i'm like oh i hear you and then they go how about you and i'm like starving but i'm about to fix that <laughs> and then they just fucking love they're like hey oh, me and this guy this well, guy he's on the same oh. what's your meat you probably I'm go a, all I'm four a steak boy okay he all always in. goes steak yeah. the, i figure you go i'm going quad going quad go protein, quad on protein. That, I give me the nitas the were, barbies and the the they were doing the like the new like carne carne asada, asada. and i think they cut it Last time yeah, I went, I they like didn't I have seen it. it either. But do you but fuck? Are you guys fucking with queso? 
I do. Yeah, I, I love it. It's good. I, I love it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with their queso because I've the Texas queso is better and it so just good. doesn't quite taste oh, right. I know. I know. I, I mean, we're going to Chipotle today, right? We can. You guys, uh, I got to drive to San Diego, but I might cancel the show. Really? To go to Chipotle with you guys? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, well, guys, we should wrap it up. Dan, yeah, great where app. can everybody find you and see you and the yeah. medias and the? Go to uh, at Daniel Van Kirk on all social media. DanielVanKirk.com. There you can pick up uh, a hard copy of Thanks Diane if you want one. Otherwise, it's everywhere that you get your music. And you can see me. Hopefully, you just saw me in Austin. But if you didn't or you want to see me again, I'll be there for the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Yeah. I've got other dates that are about to be announced soon. And I think it's the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I will be in order of those dates in Minneapolis, St. Louis, and Milwaukee doing a live Dumb People Town. It's the Sklar Brothers, myself. Great guests, great music. And then on the 18th of April, Rory Scovel and I are co-headlining the Lincoln Lodge and doing a live Pen Pals. I think... That, that stand-up show is already sold out, but we might be adding a second. So just keep an eye out for it. Either follow me or go to DanielVanKirk.com. Hell yeah. So great. That's awesome. Simon, what about you? Uh, yeah, for all future dayots, uh, just go to SimonGibsonComedy.com. I am uh, kind of going on the road quite a bit in April. So yeah, check that out. And at Simon Gibson on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, MK. I'm going to be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah, buddy. And yeah, so it's a good hang. We'll do that like midday barbecue thing. Yeah, we're going to do it. Oh. I really do want to organize the floating trip. You guys are going to float do down. I will river. 100% do let's it. Do it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's make it happen. Uh, follow me on Instagram at MK Paulson uh, and Twitter as well. I also run two weekly comedy shows, mm. both called Golden Hour, one mm. on Friday nights in downtown Los Angeles at the Slipper Clutch, and one on Sunday nights in Mid City at Start Los Angeles. Mm. So come out to those bad boys. Ooh. Dan, this has been such a fun episode. A great I episode. called you Dan the whole episode. Episode. Great. Do you prefer Dan or Daniel? No, we're friends. Call me Dan. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'm glad. I love it. <laughs> uh, Daniel, thank you so much for <laughs> hey, doing the podcast. You son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so grateful that you're here. Thanks yeah, for coming great by Chateau Middleburg. Yeah. Simey. MK. I love you. I love you too. Dan, we love you. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Love over. We love you. Thanks See for you soon. Bye. Stay. Don't leave. <laughs>